Welcome to the Lifehouse Church Beloved Podcast. We're um, so glad that you can join us. I'm here with Carolyn Thomas and Jude Whitehouse, and we're going to be talking more today about being strong, excellent, and capable women. Today, we're going to be talking um, specifically about how we can develop that strength and capacity in our life to sort of um, to be able to hold the weight of the life that God has planned for us. But I'll just quickly recap what we spoke about last week. We talked about, um, you know, we finished off our, our points on what it can look like in our, in, our, in our everyday life, being excellent and strong and capable, like being willing to step out of our comfort zone, being hard workers, um, things like that, you know, encouraging and, and comforting with our speech. And we also talked about some pretty amazing women from history that inspire us. You know what? We would actually love to hear from you gals about women throughout history who inspire you. So drop us a line. All right, let's talk more about developing strength and capacity. So who and where, what, what is the source of our strength? I think what you've got, yeah, Lena, intimacy with the Father, isn't it? Because it all starts with intimacy. In other words, having a personal relationship with Jesus Christ and get through him getting to know the Father as well and, and, and the source of our strength as well is the Holy Spirit. You know, Jesus said, this to the apostles just before he ascended in Luke 24, 40, uh, the 49, sorry. <laughs> I'm going to send you what my father has promised, but stay in the city until you've been clothed with power from on high. And then in John 14, 16, he says, and I'll ask the father and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever, the spirit of truth. And that's really important to help you and be with you. And I, you know, I think we've spoken about that as well, that it's you don't have to feel overwhelmed or think that you have to do all of this in your own strength because you don't and indeed you can't do it in your own strength and so I think it's really important that we recognize that as well because sometimes we can have um, an independent spirit as well and especially if you yeah. go through hard times you might be used to and if people have disappointed and let you down you may be used to having had to do it all for yourself and yep. sometimes that can be hard to lay down and actually you know let God take over or help you and and that's really hard and that was another lesson I got from Muslim as well we didn't realize just how hard you know well not hard but how I wouldn't necessarily like to ask for help and you know used to doing things on your own and just really showed me in a situation where you know I had to ask people for help and I didn't really necessarily like that and then as well if you just read the Psalms it's absolutely full of our God is your provision, he's your shield, he's the lifter of your head, he's your portion, he's your strong tower that you can run to. So, you know, all of that, like the word of God as well, is a source of, of strength as well and encouragement. And I'd really encourage you as well when you feel down. Um, I've found over the years that just, you know, getting up early in the morning if I'm worrying about something or whatever or, you know, something's going on, just reading those Psalms aloud. I've sat at times and just cried while I'm reading it and it just, you know, just reading aloud, God being my shield and the lifter of my head, it just really does something for you and just really does that switch in you. So really going to the Word of God and going to God. Yeah, and that's what I've got. It's the Word of God and God as well is source of my strength and particularly Psalm 46 where it says, God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in, in trouble. Um, and it goes on from there. And it doesn't matter what you're going through, He's always your strength and He'll always get you through. 
it may not look like how you think it's going to look like. Yeah. But he's always there. And, um, yeah, when I've gone through um, some tough times, you know, and been let down by people and, and I know I can be very independent and I don't ask for help. Um, no, I should rephrase that. I do now ask for help a lot sooner than I used to because <laughs> um, I'm learning to. Um, but it also just comes with trusting and, and you can only get your strength from a source that you trust. And yeah. so, yeah, so it's just another part of it is, you know, he is my refuge and my strength and it doesn't matter what I'm going through, he's the one I can rely on to get me through. It's not feelings, it's not anything else, it's just his truth, which is the word, so. And also that scripture like, you know, when I'm weak then I'm strong because yeah. in, in your yep. weakness yep. your strength comes through and, you know, um I had That's a time of that. As, <laughs> sorry, That's I, right. I had a time of that as well. Just <laughs> like we're feeling weak and helpless, and, and God just saying, "Well, I'm your strength." And I wouldn't experience that or or have that kick into play if I wasn't in those times of weaknesses. So. Yeah, you know, that's really good. And, and we all know the scripture can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And Jesus tells us as well, without me, you can do nothing. And so often we mm. will try to, yep. to do it without him. Mm. Mm. And um, I just want to touch on what you were talking about last week, Carolyn, about true rest um, is about intimacy with the Father and having that fellowship with him and um I think it's really important to, to to invest in that relationship and, you know, develop like a reservoir within ourselves to draw from because it's pretty hard to maintain strength and capacity throughout your life when you're just dry as a husk and you've got nothing left. That's really good what you're saying, Lena, mm. to draw from because you can only draw from what you've got inside you of what you've put in. Yeah. And, you know, the more of the word as well that you put in, because your word is a sword, it is just, you know, um, if, if you are even, you know, counselling people or speaking to people, you know, the Holy Spirit will drop things into you and that. But And, and for your own encouragement as well, the Holy Spirit will bring to remembrance scriptures that are going to help you or what you need. But you've got to have stuff in you to yeah. draw from that's really important, what you put in order, how much have you actually put in. It's mm-hmm. like, a, like a friendship you have if, say, I need... I mean, I love baking and cooking. I don't do a lot because I usually eat it all myself and that's just <laughs> not good. But um, I, but I love cooking for other people as well. But if you've got a friend that you know is really good at baking, I'll go contact them to get a good recipe that mm. I know is going to work and is going to be yeah, awesome. Yeah. And so that's something you draw on in that friendship. Yeah. And if you don't have that intimacy with, with God and you, and you don't have the spirit working in your life, then you've got nothing to draw on. Like you can't rely on them for, oh, I need this or how do I work with this or what's my next step in this? You can't, because you you don't have a relationship, you can't draw on that. Mm. We've talked about so many times before, if you don't have the word in you, Mm. when a situation arises, you know, it doesn't just pop into your head of like, this is the truth, you've just got nothing. And you're left really in a sort of shallow and what you're saying, Sorting. if you don't have it, you don't recognize or yeah. you don't know what truth is. And, and there's so many lies that we believe and sometimes, you know, they are so subtle and it's just so slight. But if you don't know the truth, you may not even recognize the lie yep. that's there. Yeah, yeah, that's really good. Hmm. So we're talking about developing strength and capacity. And we're sort of going on the presumption that, yes, you can develop that um, and that we have a choice about that. We see from... 
Matthew 25, you know, we look at the parable of the virgins and the parable of the talents that, you know, um, there was some women chose to prepare with extra oil and some didn't. They had a, had a choice to prepare for what was ahead and, and expand their capacity and their resources so that they could meet what was coming. So, yes, there is a choice about the lives that we lead. And, yes, we can develop strength and capacity. Do you girls have anything else to say to that? Well, it's just that whole thing as well, isn't it, about um, sanctification and, and growing fruit and developing. It's all this choice. You're making all these thousands of choices every day and, yeah, you, you could just choose to sit and, and not develop it and do nothing with it. So, yeah, it's not a really good point, is it, <laughs> that I'm making, but... Like you say, those women had their provision, they had their oil, they were ready, and then the others just sat in at the last minute when it was too late. So it's yeah. almost, you don't, you know, you don't want to just put it off. Mm. Mm. Keep pushing into the Lord. And, and in a way, I think, or well, for me anyway, um, like we're always given a choice to live life, but, but to live life as God intended for us to live, I think as believers, um, I don't think we do have a choice. We have to live capable, excellent extraordinary lives otherwise we're not living how he intended for us to do with that so and you'd probably I end up going into disobedience white, I don't know. no but, but you would like you say we don't really we have free will but we, do have we don't have will, a choice if we're going to accept it it's the whole package mm. deal right yeah. it's um yeah. not otherwise you're going into disobedience aren't you mm. i think for me and you'll probably have to remind me of this at some time in the future um <laughs> everything it's i like, just said talk back to me i know later. yeah <laughs> We'll just refer you to, to the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You just go listen to yourself. Um, you, it's like the Bible. You can't pick and choose. Mm. It's either you're living the life God intended to you, intended for you to live, or you're not. Yeah, can't just is choose the parts. No, like, no, it's not. No, because it is on. black and white. Yeah, it is. It's easy. Mm. It takes the choice. Of, it's like yeah, you can't well, like, pick choices and choose of the parts that you like. Things that went through my brain is like. Choices affect your effectiveness in the kingdom of God. God wants the best for us, so we need to choose the best for us. We choose the best by being led by his spirit and being ready. Like, that's... Yeah. No, it's not, that's the, the main way we develop strength and yeah. capacity is choice. Yes. Do I choose life or death? Or death? Yeah. Do I choose to step into more yeah. or less? Will and I empower this? Or this. And I believe believers don't have that choice. They, that's what they're told to do, so they should yeah, do it. Yeah, it's obedience. And as I said, you'll probably have to remind me of this later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's that, um, that I'm going to be preaching about this um, next week, but it's that whole thing of um, salvation is a process. The Bible tells us mm. to work out our salvation, fear yep. and trembling. It's not just a one step and that's where a lot of people go wrong. There's justification where God has made the declaration just as if we haven't sinned, you know, bringing us into right relationship. And then there's regeneration where he gives us the new nature and that's where a lot of people stop. Hmm. Um, he's given the new nature, but then we need to go on to sanctification, which is what you're talking about, making all these choices because, yes, you've got the new nature and I'm going to relate it. Um, I preached about this a few weeks ago. Um, and where, for me, the shoulder surgery, the actual surgery was like getting the new nature. The shoulder got fixed. But it didn't stop there because I still had to learn then. I still had to strengthen my muscles. Learn. I had to first protect the arm for a number of weeks, hold it in a position. 
and then I had to learn to start stretching out, doing exercises, and that's what the sanctification is. So if you just stop at the new nature and think that's it, because you're not instantly changed. No, and you that's have, right. You've got all these habits and bad mm. things, and that's where what you're talking about, what you're empowering, Lena, the flesh or the Holy Spirit. And, and you know, we know the scriptures, it's like there's two men battling inside of you or two women battling inside. You know, the, the Bible, Paul talks about the things I want to do, I don't do. Mm. And one of them has to die. And we need to crucify our flesh daily. And that is the choices. We're either going to walk in the fruit of the Spirit or we're going to walk in the flesh. And so that's what we've got to be, in, um, you know, feeding. And, and, and that as well, it's called fruit of the Spirit because... It is the Holy Spirit that empowers us. We cannot do yeah. it on our own. And so you're going to develop strength and get stronger the more you yield to the Holy Spirit and allow him to grow that fruit mm. in you. I think it's it's just a really simple way to remember that, you know, what am I empowering? Yes. yes. You know, as you're going about your day, you're making your choices. What am I empowering? Is this going to develop strength and capacity? Am I empowering an addiction to the approval of man by being on social media all the time? Yep. And mm. I'm empowering addiction to food by eating whatever I want all the time. You know, those sorts of little things um, diminish our strength rather than increase our capacity. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think as well you also just... Um, to watch and not kind of under condemnation. One of the illustrations um, that I used in that sermon, you can go and listen to it on what iTunes, iTunes um, on the Laugh House podcast. Podcast <laughs> is that you know there's times as well. You know, I was I was part of my my rehab. I was sitting in the ocean and stuff and and resisting the current and. You know, it felt like like a, a deliberately there was a point in time because there was a pretty strong current where I made myself sit still. And so there's times in your life where you'll feel like you're not moving forward, but it was mm. actually taking every muscle and I was fully concentrating and having to switch them all on to, to resist the current taking me. Mm. And so just be encouraged that even when it might look like you're not um, doing anything or going anywhere, I was still strengthening. I was deliberately doing that. I mean, you wouldn't know in a situation, but... I was deliberately doing that, and that was strengthening those yeah. muscles. And so just be encouraged that even when it, sometimes you'll go through seasons where it feels like you're not going anywhere, but it takes strength to just stand or, you mm. know, so that doesn't look like movement, it is still a strengthening going on in you. Yep. Brilliant illustration, hey, girls? Yes. <laughs> so in a... You know, we've talked about what it looks like in the everyday, but just as a quick recap, you know, some of the choices in our life can look like, you know, to be excellent. And it can be as simple as tonight, am I going to stay up a bit longer, sort out my laundry so tomorrow I send my family off well and not like a crazy lunatic? (laughs) (laughs) Am I going to choose to put my phone away to engage in my family? Am I going to choose to sacrifice my relaxed time so that I can invest in my health with exercise so that I can live the full life that God wants me to do. And you'll feel more re- rested actually and relaxed when you mm. do do the exercise. Do. So it's, uh, I started doing boot camps 7am yeah. in the morning. <laughs> well, the one time I went, it was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> she couldn't walk for the whole week after that. That's no, not point. true. Just stiffly. <laughs> Just three days. <laughs> you know, we might choose to... Um, Stop watching TV so I can go spend some time with Jesus. 
Am I going to choose to sacrifice some of my weekend with my family to go support a friend or invest into a new friendship? You know, it's those little choices like that where sort of stepping out of what we want to do in our story, stepping into something bigger, which causes us to stretch and expand so that we can bear more weight. And I think as well, I mean, I love all those illustrations you've given because I just want to say as well, often, you know, we hide and ourselves will get done because there'll be times when there are big, obvious choices, but it's all these thousands of little yeah, daily, daily choices. And, you know, if you are going through a time at the moment where you feel discouraged or you feel like you, you know, in a bit of a rut and that, just maybe think about what Lena said about all those little choices and look at what you've done. And, you know, I think they'll be encouraging. I think you probably do a lot more yeah. than you realise. Mm. Um, and if you want a little bit more encouragement you can pop over to Bobby Houston's Colour Sisterhood podcast and look at her super series and she gives a great couple of podcasts of what being a, a super looks like in our day-to-day life and those choices that we can make the next thing there is um, and, and this helps you doesn't it Lena with just making the correct choices is who you surround yourself with Mm, definitely that's really important you know I think it's I mean I think it's important that we surround ourselves with exceptional people big story people people who are reaching for the over and above of God you know if we surround ourselves with people who are content with what they have now and have no wish to move further um, you know, and we need to be content in every situation, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, if mm. they just want to live in a small story and never stretch and expand, then that will influence us to stay right there with them rather than stretching into the more. Yeah. And and you're going to find as well that those type of people don't encourage you anyway. It's more... Um, you know, I think if something really nice happened, we'd be like, oh, that's really awesome. Go for it. Go, girl. You know, excited. But when when you haven't got people like that, then there's actually jealousy yes. and snide comments come and they actually don't say anything positive to you. And there's a scripture, I think it's in Proverbs, pretty sure it's Proverbs, where it says bad company corrupts good character. Mm. And, yeah. and that talks about that. And then also the Psalm, Psalm 1 where it talks about the progression. Blessed is the one who does not walk and step with the wicked or stand in the way that sinners take, or sit in the company of mockers. And that just shows you the progression. You might be just walking with these people or sort of around them, and then it progresses to actually stopping and standing, so you're getting more drawn in. And then it progresses to actually sitting now in the company of mockers. So it's like that downward spiral that just sucks you in if you're yeah. really with negative people and you know people that are not encouraging you and drawing, drawing you out. And that... I know for myself, um, you know, you need to surround yourself with like-minded people. And But for me, ones that will um, push me up to who I'm supposed to be. Um, and with the, you know, the people that drag you down and stuff, I know in the past I can easily fall into the woe is me, small-minded, mm-hmm. small picture person, you know, today's horrible and blah, blah, blah. But, um, you know... Proverbs thirteen twenty: He who walks with the wise grow wise, but yeah. a companion of fools suffers harm. And to me, that just explains how That's I can so be. Yeah. Like if I sit around and and gossip and whinge about my husband and whinge, which I've done in the past, I know that I just get dragged down. So I just make sure I don't. And and I have friends around me now that don't let me do that. Yeah. They know if I'm having a pity party, and they're like, "Ah, uh, you're coming over. Get out of the house." Get the kids in the car. 
you know, yeah. get out of your pity party. This has happened, this has happened, this has happened, which is awesome. So let's look at that, you know. So, yeah, it is. It's surrounding yourself with people who will push you to be who you are meant to be. And I love that they're also prepared mm. to call you on it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Know, and yep. say, no, come on. Yep. And, and that's what true friendship really is. Yeah, it? and just... loving someone isn't just accepting everything they do yeah. or accepting um, any all of their beliefs. If Or, I mean, I have friends that aren't Christians. It's... Saying, yeah, I understand that's what you believe, but this is actually the truth, yeah, you know, yeah. and standing on your own truth in that as well. Loving yeah. people doesn't mean you agree on everything. Yeah. It exactly. means that you pull them up as well if they're not doing the right thing. That's, that's true love, yeah. Mm. Mm. And there's a reason the Bible warns against hitching ourselves to people who are not even, who are yeah. behind us because it yep. diminishes us. Yes. Yeah. And even the yoke to and unbelievers because that, you know, can pull you down. Yep. Hmm. Um, another way to sort of stretch your capacity to develop, teach you know, develop strength in your life is tending to yourself, and we, we've touched on this before. But it's really important to actually invest in your body. I mean, while Carolyn's going through her shoulder um, surgery and just recovery from that was really pulled me up on how I'd been. Tra- taking my health for granted you know haven't been to the optometrist for a while and hadn't been eating very well and you know things like that Mike well it's taking my health for granted and if I continue to do so I will not be blessed with such good health and the ability to do all the things not that Lena's saying you know I've been in sin and that's why my shoulder gave up but (laughs) (laughs) years of diligence and wear and tear I don't know how you got that from what I was saying (laughs) (laughs) but I'm glad it's it's so true Lena because that made me realize I have taken it now I feel self-conscious it was just because you couldn't use it jeez woman (laughs) all right okay no that's good no no but it also made me realize I take it for granted so I'm really glad that you got I'm glad i want people to get stuff out of this it was a costly experience <laughs> learn from it <laughs> no you're awesome lena thank you yeah. i don't know in, in one of the previous podcasts i talked about god's been talking to me about being the example and um part of that is in fitness and health um i am overweight and i do need to lose weight and i'm not fit um i've started personal training with my brother a couple of times a week and um, I'm actually fitter than I thought I was, so that's pretty that's cool. Good. <laughs> but um, <laughs> and I'm not one that loves exercise, but I'm starting to kind of enjoy it. Yeah, but I, was I know. Say, Does anybody? <laughs> know? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Must be. But I know point. that for myself, as a mum and my husband, he's um, he's got a back injury, and and he needs to get out and exercise to help that back injury. And I know he doesn't like doing that, but I can't sit there and go, "Well, you should be out doing your swimming and that." If I'm not looking after myself, mm. like. To be the example, you need to show people how how you do it, and it's true. And that, and for me, that's part of tending for myself. I need to make sure I'm doing the right things so that my kids know that exercise is fun, and yeah. that exercise yeah. is an, a very important part of life to keep your body going. Like, so you're not stagnant. Yeah, um, and, Lena, and that's what I love when Lena comes to German, little Charlie. It's so yeah. cute. You see him trying to copy all the moves, and, oh, and he's so just going to see that it'll be a normal part of his life. And that's like the thing, like push-ups. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> but it's like the kids have stayed home with Les when I've gone to personal training, and Ella's like, "I don't want you going. I don't want you going to exercises with Uncle Bushy." And I'm like, oh, "Uncle Stephen," <laughs> um, and I'm like, "Well, do you want to come next week?" 
okay, I'll sit and watch. I'm like, that's a good idea. You can you can come and you can watch mum, you know. Like mm-hmm. I, didn't, I didn't, it didn't even cross my mind to bring the kids with me. But, yeah. you know, that's an important thing. They learn, you yeah, know. Such that's a what legacy, they do. Yeah, yeah. Health yeah. and fitness. It's actually yeah. like spiritually, it's actually important. Yeah. Yeah. God doesn't yeah. want us to degrade our bodies so that we can't yeah. do what he has for well, us. Well, and that's yeah, it. That's because right. it takes 20, 30, 40 years to get your international <laughs> platform, I don't want to be too old to travel and fly. aching, <laughs> <laughs> So you got to look after it so you can go longer, right? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, even like for women, like simple thing, like after I had to have a C-section, I didn't like pay attention to investing back mm. into repairing that. And now I've got like really bad back pain <laughs> A lot, you know, having to do like rehab and exercise to build that up, which affects how I can play yep. and invest into my family. Yeah. Mm. It's not cool. No. And that's, but that's a common thing that, that mums fall into, that like they have their baby and then everything's the baby and the kids. And I, I mean, I do understand you do, when, especially when they're tiny, you do need to pay a lot of attention to them because they rely on you for everything. But you still need to remember that you still need to survive and thrive. And not mm. just survive, you need to thrive. But that's, that yeah, we did that as well through our yeah. late 20s, you know, middle yeah. 20s right through to the 30s. It was mm. just, you know, your child reading and you don't like – and that's, you know, important to look after it so yeah. that you can have the, the quality of life yep. when you're 50, 60 or yep. – well, not 50 – well, yeah. 50, but also so your kids to look after yeah. themselves as well. So. Yeah. And mm. you know what? They love that. They love going out with you to the park and having yeah. a run or a walk anyway. You know, mm. it's really good. So, yeah. So it's that modelling, isn't it? More caught than taught with everything. Definitely. Yep. And it's and it's more than just our, our physical bodies, mm. you know. We um, need to deal with, you know, our emotions and sin mm. straight away because mm-hmm. it does damage us. Yeah. So not, I mean, our, <laughs> our emotions damage us, but um, our sin damages us and we need to you know when we're we're dealing with resentment and things like that and frustration you know we need Mm. to sort that out with God and deal with it correctly and not just sweep things under the carpet and then wonder why five years later we're burning with you know bitterness yeah yeah Yeah. and that's that's really important Lena because if you don't what you said is really good if you don't deal with those emotions the root of bitterness will grow yeah and it's not just going to defile you the Bible says it defiles many so it's going to seep out into all your other relationships. Um, and it's that keeping short account. And that's why, you know, we've talked about this before. The Bible says don't let the sun go down on your anger. And we talk about, all right, you've only got a shelf life, right, to hold mm. on to that of a certain time, which you shouldn't hold on to at all. But, yeah, how many of us violate that scripture? I know I do a lot. Stubbornness, pride. I'm not going to go and... Sort this out or it say sorry first. Like he's got to, he's <laughs> got to do it. And, and, and I'm wondering if God's trying to tell me something because twice I saw on Facebook yesterday and then driving past the church today the same thing, like no one has ever um, choked to death swallowing their pride. <laughs> so chances of that twice in one day. Like, all right, all right. I mean twice. You know, okay. <laughs> <laughs> la, la, la. <laughs> Yeah, but that is really important Mm. because as well throughout Scripture, there is so much, you know, the emotional does affect the physical as well. Mm. There's so much tie in there that, you know, people don't often realise. Definitely. Um, And I think finally, finally, the most important thing I think is that 
It is active. Developing strength and capacity in your life is active. You need to be positioning yourself, preparing yourself by opportunities, making room for commitment in your life. You have to, you know, have that desire to and seek it, you know, be willing to put your hand up and accept more and take initiative and move into more. Mm. That's, you know, having that attitude is very important. And that's the thing as well, like you say, it's all about attitude and, and, and putting your hand up to things. And it may not even be what it may not even be what your area of ministry or whatever it is, but it's just that, you know, putting your hand up, being prepared to do different things or try different things and, and then you will get the promotion. And I think part of that also is in ensuring that you're only doing what you should be doing. That um that you know, I know we God wants me to do this, so I need to make sure I'm doing that. But I also know he doesn't want me doing this particular thing, so I'm trying to explain it as it goes through my head. <laughs> um, yeah, to do, God, to do what God wants, so you need to be listening to him to make sure that that it is what he wants you to be doing. Mm. But sometimes you have like three or four ideas floating around in your head that you know he wants you to do, but you need to make sure you're doing it in the timing that He's he wants yeah, you to do yeah, so definitely. that you are open to opportunities, so that you are open to... Yeah, to the next step. Yep. Mm. Love it. Well, that concludes our series. I think you got homework for them, Lena. I do, but I was getting to that oh, in I my apologize. logical way. <laughs> ah, sorry. <laughs> so that concludes our, our series on being excellent, amazing, awesome, capable and strong women. Oh, girls, um, we just wanted you to take away a question or two questions really, you know, what does your capacity look like now and where can you increase in that? Are there places in your life that, you know, you can increase your capacity and prepare yourself for the more that God has in store for you? So think about that and we would love to hear from you. We'd love to hear about some great things that you learnt or would like more on or other things that we love teaching on through the Beloved Podcast. So you can contact us through www.life-house.net or you can look us up on Facebook. Have a great week. <laughs>